Welcome to a luminous episode of The Art of Living Proactively. I'm your host, Tony Winyard, shining the spotlight today on the radiant Hella Luxer. Join us as Hella illuminates her journeys from darkness to light and shares her seven pillars of joyful living. And we learn how this beam of sunshine from Norway found her inner glow after major turmoil nearly eclipsed her world. Let her shining spirit inspire you to glow from within. Her insights on self-care, meditation, forgiveness and spreading joy are definitely ones not to be missed. And be sure to hit subscribe for more litter episodes across your favourite podcast platforms or on YouTube. Then do leave us a shining review. I read each one. And if you could share this episode to spread the light, that would be really helpful. So now let's bask in the glow of the one and only Hella Luxa. Welcome to another edition of the Art of Living Proactively podcast. My guest today, this is the first time we've had an Norwegian on the show. It's Hella Luxa. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Tony. We were talking just before we started recording. I, I lived in Norway for 18 months. I love Norway. It's a fabulous country. I mean, so you're from just outside Oslo, did you say? Yeah, 20 minutes outside, a half island called Nesodden. So I actually took the boat every day to Oslo. So that was kind of charming. But yeah, I'm an Oslo girl in my heart, basically. So for anyone listening who maybe has not visited Norway, Maybe give them a couple of reasons why they should consider visiting Norway. Yeah, I thought about it earlier when people are saying, oh, Norway is so beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I went to uh, Singapore and I went to, it was this beautiful country too. And I realized that what Norway has, like Singapore, is the cleanest, uh, beautiful nature. But we also have the wildness that, mm. for example, Singapore is lacking. So you have these beautiful mountains, um, the water, and this peace. And we have the darkness, and we have the light. Mm. And that mixture of winter and summer and spring and autumn is not that easy to find. Again, in Singapore, it's the same temperature every day. But here in Norway, it's always changing. So mm. it's kind of on a journey by just living here, basically. And, and you just mentioned light. Yeah. And- and with your name, so maybe tell, tell me the connection between light and your name. Um, <clears throat> let, um, my name is Hella, and it uh, means holy. And I went to, through this big darkness a couple of years ago. And in that darkness, I found the, the essence of light. And in the essence of light, I decided to change my name to Lux. But I thought that holy light would be very beautiful. So I applied, and now I'm the only one in Norway, beside of my kids, that are named Lux. But what happened after I got my name was that I, by coincidence, in a dream, in a kind of meditation dream, was told just in my mind that, but your name is the same as you always, the new name is the same that you've always been called. 
And I, of course, I Googled it, woke up and Googled, and it said hell means uh, light. So light, light. Uh, the goal is to shine. And that's why I'm here to hopefully give some inspiration and tools to how people can shine more. And as I said, I, I come from deep darkness in, in light. So hopefully I can help people to shine more without needing to go into the dark. Love the description. So I know that you're, you're a lifestyle advisor, speaker, author, you're helping women all around the world. So maybe, maybe expand on that a little bit. So for anyone who doesn't know you. Yeah. Um, it's called Let's Shine. And uh, that's my studio online. And also, um, in Oslo, I had it for 15 years and it's basically training, nutrition, and lifestyle and training and nutrition is both of them are very essential. We all know we need to take care of our body and we all know that we need to eat healthy. So these tools have been kind of the essential parts in the beginning, but I always knew that lifestyle was important. And if you think about it in lifestyle, that's where the magic is, because there you have mental strength. There you have meditation training. There you have joy training, as I call it, and you have heart training. And there's one more thing. Yeah, game training. So in lifestyle, there's the tools you need and most people forget because they think it's enough to work out two or three times per week physically. But I believe that to shine on a regular basis and to elevate yourself, to thrive more, you need to be able to work out seven aspects, as I just mentioned, seven pillars. So uh, that's what I do. I look at what people need or they tell me or they show me. And for example, a woman that is very exhausted after working a lot, I won't start by sending her to the gym. That's, that makes no sense. But most people or very often think that I need to work out more. That will be the solution. But very seldom it is for the long run. Right. So, yeah. So it'd be interesting to hear more about all seven of those pillars. And the, the two that I'm particularly interested in are, are joy and give. They sound fascinating. So yeah, tell, tell us more about the seven pillars. Well, the cliche is that I actually found the first pillar in the end last year. Last year, it took me 20 years to find these uh, seven pillars. And the first pillar is heart training. It starts with the heart. And this is the first thing people, and that uh, people don't do this. It's about giving yourself love. Right. And it, again, so cliche, but if you don't give to yourself, you have nothing to give. And there yes. you have the give part. So right. it starts by giving. And uh, after heart training, then you have mental training. We're not at the physical. We, we are still at, now we are at the mind. You need to feed your mind. Right. So you need to strengthen your mental your mental strength needs to be strengthened. And then you have uh, nutrition training. I call it training because it's also about the relationship you have with food, okay. the balance between enjoying and taking healthy choices. And of course, giving your body food and fuel that it actually need, needs. And then you have the physical training. So we are heart, mental, nutrition, and physical training. And after physical training, then we have the part that it's more most magical, and that's the meditation training. 
And for me, meditation training is about space. Like the silence. The space to think and to just be and to get new ideas. Because there's solely a little space um, and also emptiness. We don't renew ourselves. You're just living the same life again and again and again. And meditation is going to the toilet. It's emptying yourself every day. Meditation is to have uh, your closets tidy, but also some empty space there. It's also to just be in silence and taking a shower, create space. And this is an element people don't do. And that's the second part with giving. It's about letting go, forgiveness, let go. Don't hold on to things that you don't need and don't serve you. Like people, situations, thoughts, and feelings. Let go, meditation. And after meditation, then you have joy training. And after filling yourself up with love, and at least do three things every day that make you happy, then you, when you're full, what is the one thing that you want to do when you get some happy news, for example? What is it? Well, in my case... Yeah. Um, what do I do when I get some happy news? Probably talk to some friends, I guess. Yeah, you share it. Mm. And that's the joy. You share it with other people when you're feeling yourself, when you fill yourself up. And that takes you to the last seventh pillar and it's giving. It's right. giving forward. It's contribution. So to sum it up, you have give to yourself and then you have give to others and you have forgive. And that's the cyclist. Okay. That's the essence. And you have the seven pillars, the seven tools that you can look at and see, hmm, maybe I should prioritize to eat a little healthier this week, or maybe I actually need to sleep and meditate more this week. Okay. And it's kind of finding a balance between those seven and making sure that what you need right now and in the long run is prioritized. That's a nice thing. I like it when you, you were describing silence. And, yeah. and I wonder... I don't know the situation because I haven't been in Norway a long time, but I obviously I know England much better and I know English people much better. And I think people in England often are not comfortable with silence. So I wonder what the situation is with many of the clients that you work with. If they are comfortable with silence, hmm. I think none of us are, right. to be honest. And um, that's why we avoid it. And that's why we also are having a lot of health problems. I think at least, I mean, mental health problems, because we are never turning up. We're never given the chance to reflect and process um, emotions and feelings and thoughts because we are always on to right. turn off, you know, go inside. So that's why I used to also the word meditation, because basically to sit down and close your eyes is a way of meditating, but it can be good or even better to just go for a walk in nature. And when you first open that box, and again, back to Singapore, there's no little meditation there. Like there's not much space. It's a beautiful country, but it's, if you don't have the chaos, chaos is also a kind of meditation because you need space to have chaos and also um, to have fun 
and also if you're thinking in a relationship, by intimacy relationship, you need to have space for communication. Are you listening? Are you talking? And is there any space there to just let it be something new mm-hmm. created? So no, people don't like it. Uh, me neither that much because it's so much easier to just turn on my cell phone and watch Instagram or whatever. But I need it and I use it a lot, especially uh, in my life now. I'm doing it far more than I'm comfortable with, but I'm noticing that it's very well, very good for me. How how did these seven elements come together? I mean, and how, I think you mentioned before 20 years. I'm just wondering the process, how this all came about. Well, yeah, uh, 20 years ago, I was uh, 19 years old <clears throat> and I um, started as a personal trainer and it was uh, physical workouts and also nutrition. You were, hap- you were lucky in Norway if you got a nutrition program. And I just realized in my own life, of course, uh, but also with my clients that it wasn't enough, that people can go on a diet for three weeks or they can have a workout uh, program, but it's, um, it's not enough. They will stop or um, it won't give them the results that the result they want in the long run. People are hungry often because they are not eating enough and they're eating too little. And that's about giving to yourself. You know, eating is a way of nourishing yourself. And it's, it just didn't take them forward or myself. And I just noticed that the different tools that I'm um, share with you now they are essential to move forward. So with the hard training, as I said, it came last because I thought I was good at giving myself love, but it's about how good you are at giving yourself compliments. Are you talking to yourself with kind words? Are you uh, accepting that you are in pain and also giving yourself that extra love when you need it? And also maybe saying no to other people because you need to prioritize yourself. And most people are very good at giving to others. But at the same t- time, they're so lousy at giving to others because they are giving from an empty station. So you have the bitches, I'm sorry, but women in their 30s and 40s, they have a lot of, not a lot of children, but often one or two. And they are working so hard of being great moms and at work and also partners. But they are also not giving to themselves. And that results very often in them yelling or acting in a very negative way. Like being those, those women you don't want to be. But at the same time, it's just because they are exhausted and not started by giving themselves love enough, at least. So that's, I saw that it wasn't enough to eat a smoothie or do some abs workout. You needed to go home and just relax and just take a bath. You have the heart, you have the mental training. Oh, mental training. Where did that come about? Well, look at the world right now. If you don't wake up and have a very clear mission of what you want and where you're going, you will be taken everywhere or nowhere. It depends on which web page you choose to log into. My kids are writing in a book every day. And here's my son, my one son, and he's writing what he's grateful for. Of course, I'm teaching my son, my son's how to nourish themselves. So he writes about ten, no, three things he are grateful for, heart training, and three goals for the day, mental training. And that's just to help him to have focus. It's not If I'm not programming my kids, then 
the society will or the web pages. So you choose. So I choose to program program my kids, uh, and that, and they are choosing what they're writing. But still, it's me asking them to do that. And up to mental training, yes, you have the nutrition and the workout, and then you have the let go. It, it's just it, it makes it's very logical. Like if you have a vase on your table and you want a new vase, you need to remove that other vase first. Mm-hmm. It has to be some space for something new. So we are filling up with food and drinks and and social media and activities and work. And it's just, it, it, it has to go somewhere. And when people aren't sleeping well, maybe it's because you haven't had some time to just let go and reflect on what's happening in your life. So uh, that part was magical. I actually found that part last May or April in New York. In New York, I'd been there for two or three days. My boyfriend were out. I was in this beautiful hotel room and I was just looking out of all, on all the lights and all the noise. And I was thinking, what are we lacking? And it was space and it was silence. And it just came to me. We need that. And it was at that moment I had also the forgiveness part of the giving. Give to yourself, give to others and forgive, let go, meditate. And then you have yeah, the joy and giving. Because I will just say, it's all about joy. We just want to have a good time in life, basically. And if you don't fill yourself up with jo- joy, you're actually very selfish. And that's why I'm saying we are good at giving, but we are lousy at giving. You're not a good person. I say this with low. This is a typical thing I can say. If you're not giving to yourself first, because you're giving from an empty station. And the more you're giving to yourself, the more you have to give. And you give because it's natural, because you're so happy. And then you give to other people, and it's all about giving, because we are to contribute. Life is what's good and what's gross. So that's why you have the giving at the top seven after all the other six steps, because when it all comes to it, it's about giving to yourself and then give to others, because that's the only thing you can do. You need to pass it on, and that's how it flows. Till the wet day we die and move forward in some other way, universe. I don't know. You mentioned there about um, women in their, I, th- I think you said 20s and 30s, about they don't give to themselves much. And, and I wondered as you were saying that about there's people like Gabo and Mate and various other people talk about how typically, or I mean, they're generalizing that women have a lot more stress than men do and suffer from many more conditions related to stress. Do you think that's related to that they're not giving themselves, giving themselves enough? Yeah, definitely. I think we are raised as children very early on to be good girls. And we are most women are hardworking and focused, or at least they are hardworking. And um, we are kind of trained to take care of other people. And again, we are moms. We are supposed to be um, biologically. So, but we, my mom never told me how to take care of myself. And that's what I meant by also going into the darkness because, yeah, I think it's now six years ago or five. I just had this moment one Sunday where I was risking losing everything in my life. And I realized that the love I had wasn't real. 
with my the one uh, the father of my children. I was almost losing my children. I was losing my health. I was losing my house. I was losing my money. I was losing my family. If I didn't go to the light or at least get up and do the job I had to do. And what I realized in that moment, and it made me cry like a hurt animal in my living room. And it was just this one thought that I hadn't taken care of myself. I was 30 years old and I realized I hadn't taken care of myself. And taking care of yourself is to trusting yourself, eating what you need to eat that makes you feel good, work out your body, taking your own ch choices and not relying on your partner, no matter how good your relationship is, but trust yourself and go through life by being the person you want to be. So um, I learned it the hard way and I got up, I did the work and I wouldn't recommend it for anyone. And that's why also I'm so passionate about these seven pillars and the tools because it's not necessary to go through what I did to learn and to shine more in your life because I, I kind of used my 20 years now and I have one recipe that I believe will help many more people than, they are, than that already is being helped. And um, yeah, it's a strategy. And if you don't have a strategy to shine more, I suggest you try to find one and I have one if you're interested. That's kind of my mission. When you say to shine more, what, what do you mean by that? To just be joyful, full of love, enjoying life and have a lot to give. And you know, when you come into a room and you see this person and you don't know what it is about that person, it's just peaceful, full of energy, love, that kind of person. To be a person that you really love, that you are the one you want to be. And people are often like, I want to have this kind of partner and this kind of house or, but it starts with you. Like, how are you as a person? Are you that kind of person that the person you want will be attracted of? And I, I will use one example because we all care about love. We all want big love in our lives. And that's also to shine, to have big love, to be in love. To be in love is a state, peaceful joyful state and to be in love with a person that's just a manifestation of that in a sense between another person and you so um i lost love i don't know if it even was that big love i think it was pretty small but of course i as other people wanted big love so in my mental training this is a step for me to get it into my seven pillars I was very inspired by Bob Proctor. I will say that he's one of my mentors. And uh, I started to writing down what I wanted. I'm so happy and grateful now that I am in a healthy, loving, passionate relationship. And I brought everything that I wanted. And notes every day. I wrote it as if I had it. And I wrote every day for three months. And during that time, I didn't go on any apps. Tinder dating apps, but I went into the app after three months. And the next day I decided to, I noticed that I didn't look at the same guys that I did earlier. And I also, um, 
just let the guy say hello to me. I didn't bother to say hi. I was like, okay, say hi. I will be, I'm not mean or anything. I just wait for you to say hi. And the next day he said hi. And I met him three days later. Um, it's Bigelow. And I've had him in my life with three bonus children for one and a half year. And it just, and it was what I asked for. It was, I got what I focused on, what I've been telling myself for three months. Not something on YouTube, but what I have decided. When, we're, when we go to school, we taught science, we taught mathematics, we taught languages and stuff, but we're, we're never taught love. We're not taught, we're not taught to take care of ourselves. Yeah. It's, it's, it's strange in a way, isn't it? Because it's the, it's, it's so important to, to, not just to life, but, but as you say, to enjoy life, to, to help others in your life. And it's so much more important than many of the subjects that we do learn at school. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it's sad because I thought it was enough for me, my, me to just go to school get a job and find me a man and get married, then I would be happy. And I get the impression that a lot of women in Norway, especially have the same view. They want to have a great job, but they think that's enough. And in a way they haven't even started because joy is in hard work, of course. Um, And, um, but you don't have the tools. How do you know that you are a great, um, girlfriend or boyfriend how what's your standards and if you look at your parents n- not many parents know either so it's like should i blame my mom or my dad and i wouldn't do that because they didn't know so when i woke up five six years ago and realized this i was like okay it's time to grow up it's time to be the person that i want to be and have to be and in a sense, we are just a product of our parents till the day we decide to yeah. be the one we want to be. So this is about the seven pillars and let's shine is about being, coming the person you want to be, not who you were programmed by your parents. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting. You use the word programmed and, and in my mind, I've been thinking as you've been talking, it's about, you know, we could conditioned we're conditioned into expecting and expecting expecting certain things throughout our life and we often don't question those things because we've just known them since you know since we learned to speak and so that is what is normal to us and we don't often i think it's only in the last decade or so there's many things about my life that i've really started to question and now i look at things very differently and it's interesting that you say that because asking questions is meditation right because you're creating space to ask a question. Why are you angry? What are you feeling now? Instead of being just frustrated of a person reacting in a way that you don't like. And I think we unconsciously, we know some tools and that's why we are teaching our kids to say, thank you. But if we really dive into the value of saying thank you in heart training, it's Gratefulness is the easiest way to be happy. That's why I tell my kids every day to write it down. And we always just 
hey, thank you. Because every time you say thank you, you're sending out this vibration. You will get glow in return and you also feel joy. But most people just think, let's be polite, say thank you when you get something. And that's true. But my kids, I'm teaching them happiness and also more depth of every tools they're getting. Like you look for people you can help, give money. Because if you're giving, you will get in return. Not necessarily from that person. But it's about energy also. Just not like physics. What you're sending out, you will get in return. Someone, Some people believe in karma. And karma is just, again, if you're negative, you will get negative response. If you're thinking negative thoughts, it, it's not like a belief. It's just energy. Yeah. It's just energy. What? So the people that you're working with, I'm wondering, do you, what do you think are the reasons why they come to you in the first place? They often start by wanting to get in shape. Some people are still there and I help them with that. I'm good at getting people in shape, but it's always more. But we are not trained to see that. I feel like my, my work or my profession is new that people, a coach, I, I'm not very fond of that word coach. That's why I like advisor better, but they're not trained of thinking. Okay, so I need to learn how to earn money. And then you learn that. But hmm, I need to learn how to have a better life. People don't have that awareness. So people are still coming for uh, pain. But also more and more people, some women called me and said, Hella, I need you. Uh, I've gone through all this big drama in my life. And I just need to find myself again, get the tools, get the energy back. So some people have worked with me earlier, uh, but I think there's still very few people that understand the value of investing in themselves. Like what I'm giving is kind of an education, just like you said, because we are all uneducated, a lot of us at least in taking care of ourselves. And that is probably the best investment you can do because it will benefit anyone you meet and especially your kids so for me to see how this just move goes forward to the next generation and also to the people and their kids it's very of course it's a very inspiration uh giving me a lot of motivation it's very giving me a lot of peace and is it are you just working with people locally or nationally or around the world as well Around the world. And, and of course, it's not only women, but 80, 20%. Right. Uh, and I think also that's normal. I'm a woman. I mean, biological. I, I, this is my, this is, it's easier for me to understand a woman and also what we are going through. So I, I'm not going to pretend that I will be the best for a guy, like a guider, a guidance. But of course, I have men that love to be guided by me in, uh, and we are doing physical training or mental training, and it can be in Singapore or it can be in US or England, but mostly it's uh, women. And are you, am I wondering, so how, how do they find you? Just, uh, it's Let's Shine. Let's Shine by Hella Luxa. Right. So that's, again, very very important for me to focus on the lead shining. It's not about me, but of course, my name is Hella Lux. So if you want to find my tools, it's the lead shine by Hella Lux. 
on the different platforms. So I'm wondering, it's not so much, okay, you've got a website and that can be found, but more, how do they, like, what is it? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, the online platform. So I do have an online platform where people can uh, get the tools directly. And I, uh, it's uh, it's not expensive. I mean, it's uh, $19 per month. With, uh, yeah, $19. And you will get all my workout programs uh, that you can follow. And you can also get personal follow-ups and test yourselves and your results. So, yeah, I have this online platform and I cre- uh, made it so it's easy for people to use. And you can use it wherever you are. And you don't need any tools to use it. Uh, and then you have... Of course, for those who want to work with me individually and more one-to-one, that's another, that's more exclusive. Yeah. And I was looking through um, some information on your website and I was intrigued by one thing about what is the secret word to shine more in your life? Do you have a, do you want to guess after our talk? Well, I'm, I'm thinking it's, it's probably give, but maybe it's joy. Yeah. It's no, it's give. Yeah, right. but give gives give gives joy, but it's give. Yeah, that's the one thing after this talk is give, and start by giving to yourself. But don't foolish yourself to think that giving to others is the solution. But if you're not giving to yourself first, it will be from an empty station, and it's not joyful in the same way. And that's when we are risking becoming those persons we don't want to be. And remember to let go for give the third part. And that's why I'm having three hearts around my neck. Low for myself, low to others, and let go. Okay. We're going to change the, um, the subject. And a question I saw primed you with earlier, and you didn't have an answer at the time, so I'm wondering if you have an ah. answer. <laughs> I, I ask everyone this question, and I find it fascinating because some of the... I always ask people, is there a book that's moved you at any time in your life? I've discovered some fascinating books by asking people this question well you were right i have one book that i didn't have before we started this chat um and it's the secret and when i read it i was a teenager and it gave me this hope that everything was possible uh I don't remember all the things in that book. I only read it once or twice. But I feel like what was lacking or also what I've been told from people that have talked about that book was the understanding of the work and the mental focus. Like everything is possible. You you can imagine things. But it's more like having a vision. And then it's very important to take the steps to get it and don't expect just to sit there and get it without giving. Yeah. So you mentioned just now about your, your website. Uh, it's oh, lexshine.no. No. Okay. Yeah. So from Norway. About, more about you. They should go there and then you, you're on various platforms on Facebook and LinkedIn and so on. And all of those will obviously be in the show notes. Which platforms do you sort of prefer to use the most? Oh, good question again. Um, 
I should say Instagram. Uh, I mean, I'm on different platforms, but for me, it's more like I prefer to communicate. So if people want to ask me a question, ask me a question. It's more like that. For me, it's uh, send me an email or uh, send me a message on Facebook or on Instagram, and I will respond. I don't have any favorites in that sense. But I do like to communicate by talking, and it's uh, like having this talk with you now. It's something I will do more of. I haven't done it in the past, but I'm uh, ready to get the northern light out there. So, yeah. And you're starting a podcast soon, aren't you? Yeah, I have tested it once. It was it was fun. Uh, and uh, so I won't send people to my podcast yet. You will find it, but it's only one episode. Uh, it will tell you where, uh, yeah, you, it will tell, me, tell you a little more about me. But uh, yeah, I will stick to attending other podcasts for now and uh, give by doing that. And hopefully, uh, yeah. Well, we always finish the episode with um, if you've got a favorite quote and why you like that. Yes, that's an easy question. Thank you. <laughs> My favorite quote is, take care to care. And basically it means give to yourself before you give to others. Like you're putting on your oxygen mask in the airplane before you're putting on others. So if you want to shine, if you want to really care about other people, you need to start caring about yourself first every day. And then you will really feel the urge to give more and feel more joyful. Well, Hannah, I love your approach. It's very different. I can see how this will work for people. So yeah, well, continue with the great work you're doing. And it was a pleasure yeah. to speak with you. Thank you. Thank you, Connie. It was great to be here. Thank you so much. Join me next week when I'll be probing preventative approaches with pioneering physician Penny Kihakliablu. Probably said that wrong. Hear Penny's perceptive insights on moving medicine upstream to stop sickness before it starts and learn how lifestyle, nutrition, and emotional health can help halt cancer in its tracks. Discover Penny's holistic vision for transforming healthcare through exercise prescriptions, health coaching, and community connections. And let her wisdom on well-being at work and integrative care inspire you to live life to the fullest. So don't miss this proactive physician's call to action for preventing problems before they arise. Be sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform Leave us glowing reviews, that would be great. I appreciate each one. And share this episode with friends to spread the word. Until next time, remember it's better to dig the well before you're thirsty. Making your health a conscious choice. The art of living proactively.